Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Guys, I want to talk to you guys for a minute about chargers and charging things. I have about 457 chargers in my house for things, and I don't know what they're supposed to be charging. I know what my phone charger looks like, and I know what my laptop charger looks like. Outside of that, it's anyone's guess. I have USB to USB-C to ABCD. I don't don't even know what they are. And every time I buy something, I make an oath to myself that I'm going to keep it together. I'm going to label it. And I'm going to put it in a safe place and it's going to stay with the item that it needs to charge. Well, you know, it's never happened that. That's never happened. And when I travel sometimes, if I travel with a mic because I want to record, my laptop uses a different cord for the mic than my desktop. And I inevitably end up taking the wrong cord. And then I spend the rest of my trip driving around trying to find a Best Buy that has the right cord. There's just too many cords. There should be a universal plug. Why do we have to be so fancy with each plug? Not only that, everything's always dead. Have you ever noticed that when you're ready to sit down and tackle a task you've been putting off like your taxes, you go for your laptop and it's dead? Have you noticed that? And then you go to your desktop and maybe your wireless keyboard is not charged. That's probably just me. But that's what happens to me. I can't stand it. I would like someone to invent a device that you plug into your house and it just charges things through the airwaves, you know, like invisible airwaves that charge things. Would it give you cancer? Probably. But so will everything else. So in the meantime, we might as well have everything get charged while we're sitting around by these imaginary beams that I'd like someone to invent. Take the idea, make it your own, become a billionaire, and then sponsor this podcast and send me some free chargers. That's all I ask. It's pretty simple. And by the way, not to pitch you guys even harder, but those those chargers that just charge things through the air, do you know how many fights will be avoided in in homes when people are fighting over chargers. People are having to plead their case, whether they're 30% or 50%, but, oh, you're 75%, so it's your time is up. It's time to give it over to me because I have 18%. Those fights will be done. People can stop writing their initials on chargers. I just think it would solve a lot of our issues that we're having. That's all. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. My Don't Hate Me This Week is about bathtubs. Don't hate me. I I know people feel really strongly about their bath time and their bathtubs and people everywhere are climbing in and, you know, just really making a thing out of their bath time. And I love a bath as much as the next person, but I have a good three minute cap on how long I can sit in the bathtub. First of all, I only like the initial shock of getting in a hot tub. I like that feeling like you're burning your skin. 
You know, I like to feel like you're stepping in and you've, you've now burned your skin. You have welts on your body because it's so hot. That's the part I like. And then once it kind of wears off, I'm bored. Sure, I know what you're thinking. Keep the tap running. You can replenish the hot water. It's never the same. It's never that same initial shock. Also, it's not comfortable in a bathtub. I don't care what you say. It's like your head hurts, your butt hurts, like on the, your bones hurt. There's no padding in there. Even if you got one of those tub pillows, which were inevitably covered by mildew, it's, you know, it's not comfortable in there. You can't really use your phone in there because then your phone's wet and you read. But is it really that comfortable to sit and read? Your pages are getting wet. But people are like, oh, I I could sit in the bath for a half hour. What do you do? I get so bored in there. Don't hate me. But I don't get it. I don't understand you people who go in the tub and never come out and make like a day of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I love taking a bath. When there's bubbles in a bathtub and candles burning, I'm like, oh my God, I want to be this person. This is who I want to be. And then I get in and it feels great. And then two minutes later, I'm ready to get out. I guess what I'm saying is I love a bath for a total of three minutes. Don't hate me. Okay, guys, the episode that's going to air this week was actually not supposed to air this week um, because I recorded it with Dina and we had Dina on last week. However, given the state of what has transpired in the past week, I thought this was the perfect time to have the dead inside episode since I feel like we all feel dead inside right about now. We feel helpless and hopeless. And I just thought... This would be a good way to not only all feel like we're not alone in this, but find some humor in it as well. One of my friends actually texted me a meme that said, this pandemic has made me realize that previously, many times I claimed to be at the end of my tether, I was in fact somewhere around the middle of my tether. Thank you, Claire Rose, for that. And when she sent it to me, I was laughing because it's one of the things Dina and I talked about on this episode, which you're going to have to wait until the episode starts to hear. But anyway, here we are um, just when we thought we were, you know, making progress. It feels like we're kind of going into a mini shutdown again. Um, So I thought, why not have a little end of year pity party together? Let's have some fun with it. But first, a message from one of our sponsors. That's right, you guys. Very exciting. Social Studies now has sponsors. And this one is perfect timing for the holidays because we've all been eating like animals since Thanksgiving. Uh, why don't traditional diets work? Because you can't fight your biology with willpower. But Calibrate is different. It's a comprehensive doctor-guided metabolic reset that promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes. Calibrate works because they combine prescribed FDA medication with lifestyle changes to improve metabolic health. It's a fully integrated program that includes classes, one-on-one video coaching, in-app tracking, community with members just like you. 
They provide a comprehensive wellness plan personalized to your needs so it's easy to fit Calibrate into your busy schedule. Check in with the app as often or as little as you'd like. All of the goals you set are personalized and tracked by doctors and coaches. Your weight does not reflect your willpower. Get back in control with Calibrate. Get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, at joincalibrate.com. That's $50 off when you use the code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, at joincalibrate.com. On that note, I also want to thank everyone for leaving reviews. You guys left some great ones in the past couple of weeks. If you haven't, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. Um, and please share about social studies on your social media. And always, I will reshare. I have some great episodes coming up with some questions I've been asking the listeners. And I'm so excited for you guys to get involved. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Dina is back and we are ready to discuss some hard-hitting truths about the state of our world. Dina, welcome back to Social Studies. Thank you. Dina and I, since for as long as I've known you, we have been talking about how we're dead inside. To the core. To the core. Like when things are bad, we just say, I'm dead inside. Dead inside is one of my favorite terms and has been for years and years, long before I was actually dead inside. Dead inside. I know. I know. Now we're actually here after talking about it for so long. We've been leading up for years to this, to what we've talked about. But now we are actually 100% dead inside. We are actually hollow shells (laughs) walking around with no emotions or yeah. feelings. Yeah, nothing. It's just like, it's not even, it has nothing to do with COVID either and all that trauma. It's almost like we had training wheels for being dead inside up until COVID. And then during COVID, the training wheels came off. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you. And then we sailed like a missile launching to space into full and complete deadness. And was- I joke around about it, but it's like really the feeling. Well, here's why I feel we have to, we have to discuss it because we are not the only two people that feel this way. Currently, I'd say 4 out of 5 people I speak to are also dead, dead inside. inside. I will agree. It's hard actually to even find guests to record with cuz people are like I have to wait until I can be in an upbeat mood cuz everyone I feel like people are running out of steam and I don't know if it's because the state of the world, I don't know if it's daylight savings, like that it gets dark the darkness, the cold, but in general, people have started to give up and no one really, I feel like no one cares anymore. Nothing matters anymore. No, it's, and and I, I think about what causes this whole feeling. Um, and I can't get to the root of it, but like yesterday I walked home from 40th and Madison, right? I had a doctor's appointment there and I walked to the streets and I went by the wig stores and all the random stuff that like you pass in Midtown and just looking at the people. And I could, I felt like I was outside of glass, just like looking in, like I couldn't figure out, I was like, what are all these people doing on the outside? Always looking in. 
<laughs> but that's what it, that's what it feels like. Are they faking it or are they actually living right now? Well, I want to know that because everybody that I meet and disclose this to, they're like, yeah, me too. Same. But, but then some people aren't, are like actually doing the things and seem pretty excited. Yeah. I've lost all, like I've lost a lot of will. I've lost a lot of will. And I <laughs> don't- such an upbeat conversation. I know you guys, I know you come here for comedy, but I think- yeah. First of all, we have to laugh at it, right? We have to laugh at how we feel because, but I also want to just be honest because I honestly think more people feel this way than don't. I agree. I mean, definitely the people I know. Yeah, no, everybody that I talk to, it's like a rudderless ship floating out to sea. I've been going back. I'm like going out to dinner. I'm like seeing friends. I'm going to concerts. I'm going to shows and like trying to pop me out of it. But like, I wanted to ask you about this. The other day I went to see a concert. Yes, me. I went to a Roosevelt or a Roosevelt concert. As they say, he's a German electric dance music alternative artist at Webster Hall. That's the most on brand Dina thing I've ever Isn't it? I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm getting out there. I went with a friend of mine and we're in this crowded place and all these people are bebopping around. And I'm sort of, like staring at the, at the stage going, what is going on? And what am I, and what, cause you like live music. What Love. am I supposed to do at a concert? So here I am, I'm like trying to get into life. There's music, there's people, there's sounds, like all the things that you think are going to make you feel like more alive and connected to the universe. Yeah. And I was like a hollow dusty skeleton <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> trying to trying to like move my body and I'm just looking at everybody going like what marionette strings <laughs> yeah pretty much so like when you go see live music how what do you feel there and what are you supposed to feel well for me honestly live music is one of the only times short of being with like my friends like if I'm sitting with you and we're like yeah. I really genuinely my close friends they uh, that's yeah. a good time for me Short of that, live music is the only time, like I could buy a ticket to go mm-hmm. by myself to a concert. And it's the only time that I feel truly like I'm on vacation. Like okay. I feel, I close my eyes, I dance, I dance like nobody's watching. <laughs> I, it's, trans, it's transporting for you. It's like it your, actually, medi- your meditation. It actually is transporting for me. It is meditation. And I have to say, I went to Genesis to see Phil Collins. Did he like a deal out? Okay. So actually, yes. And here's the thing before I went, everyone started to say, I went with LL as we call him on this podcast. And, uh, before we went, everyone's like, Oh, he's like in a wheelchair or sitting. And you know, I, I have to just say this. I don't know how old he is. And I'm sure a quick Google would provide the answer. He was sitting. Okay. His voice sounds exactly as it did like back in the day. Phil Collins, okay. sounds, it was incredible. And I'm thinking to all the people complaining that he's sitting and wheeling himself out or whatever, I want to see what you guys are doing when you're in your seventies, are you right, playing like, to a sold out Madison square garden, two nights in a row and just killing it. So I have mad respect for him sidebar. But what I did say to you was the crowd there. Yeah. Those were serious fans. 
and they were older, but they were dancing and they were getting into it. And every single person in that room, they were real fans. That wasn't just like, oh, let's go see Adele. Because like she's popular. Those were like real tried and true, tried and true Genesis, old school fans. And it probably tapped into a time that was like really happy, like happy and pure. Like when music was music and not like macaroni in a pot. Disgusting. (laughs) Oh my God, macaroni in a pot. That line. I'm sorry, you guys, we are referring to Cardi B's WAP. Or is it wet ass pussy? Is it WAP or what? Like, what's the title? It it changes depending on the audience. Okay. The truth is that line macaroni in a pot is insane. I feel like it's disgusting. It's insane. That maybe like that pushed me over the edge. I was like, I need to leave the world now that this is what the culture has like dissolved into. Maybe that's why I'm a hollow shell. I don't know. How do we reclaim the life force? Because I need to put on a show for my kids so they they, they have stuff to look forward to. I, I, I'm trying to figure that out myself. We are living in a time where not only obviously there's a worldwide pandemic, there's total civil unrest. Mm-hmm. People are fighting over all of these issues left and right. You're rarely allowed to joke anymore about anything. Yeah, you can't even talk about it. Because you can't even talk about you. it. So, but now on top of the pandemic, like we had the vaccine, we were like, oh, here we are. Like we have the vaccine. And then another variant comes out and they're like, it's vaccine resistant, antibody resistant. <laughs> Things are closing down, you know, like holiday parties are getting canceled and people are back in that, like, do I go? Do I not go to this? Do I? But it's like, do we do it? Do we not do it? Is there going to be a vacation? Can I not go away? Because I'm going to get stranded somewhere for 14 days. Right. Like, can I make a plan to do anything? Can I make a plan? Is like the world going to exist in like a few months? So how do you like, why bother doing anything if you don't even, we have to persevere, persevere. but in the event that we don't, this is a nice segue in the event that we don't persevere, Dina and I, as morbid as this is often talk about things we want when we die. And they're not, you guys, these aren't like altruistic things. Like I want my memory to live on. We are talking about basic needs. Okay. One of mine is I want someone to come delete all of my screenshots out of my screenshot folder on my phone. That's (laughs) my biggest hope and wish. It has to go. They have to delete it. But Dina has a whole range of businesses for, for when you die. Dina, would you like to share those, those businesses a de- with us? A death suite of services, which I actually came up with my friend, my dear friend, Anthony. Yes, our friend hilarious. Anthony is literally one of the funniest people ever. It's one of Dina's closest friends and he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. So we have to credit him. He originally came up with the idea that when 
you pair because I was always like I'm gonna die alone under a pile of cats will you find my body like I need a friend who's gonna keep an eye on me when I like literally just disappear and nobody can find me and he was like wouldn't it be great if there was like an alert that like you know measured your body temperature or something that once you did pass in your apartment under your pile of cats (laughs) would alert people like your social media accounts like get in touch with like you know the people that are nearest and dearest and then would like wipe clean all your personal stuff that you don't want anybody to see. So he, I think he called By it. By the way, you've already sold me. I need a wiper yeah. cleaner. Yeah. I think he called it dong delete, but like, just to like, get rid of all like questionable, can I say dick pics or anything, yeah. which I don't yeah. have by the way, but just for people. Oh, you that's know, what dong is. I, I just, that's I dong. haven't heard someone use that term. And dong is an old school, an old school term. Yeah, that's an old school. So, that's for so people that delete. like Genesis. Exactly. Exactly. They would know it, <laughs> but then also like would contact like the local like funeral home and like, you know, there'd be like an alert about, you know, that you put in ahead of time of how you want to, you know, where you want to be put and stowed and, you know, to live out your final days. Um, custom coffins that you might want. I mean, what, what else was I telling you about? Well, Jenna? we I did tell, I said that I wanted Wi-Fi in my coffin and I wanted to be buried with my phone in the event that I wake up. Right. Because that's like happened before. We've seen that on the Daily Mail where, where people are like buried and then they come back to life. Wait a second. So I you, haven't seen that. Oh, How did like they get out? That's the problem. So that's why you need cell phone access in your coffin. Wait, back up. And like How, the people, the stories you're talking about from the Daily Mail. Yeah. How do people know that people be once you're in that coffin locked six feet under, how do you get out? Oh, well, those people, I don't, I think that they, they don't have the technology yet. So those people just, <laughs> just, which is why we need to invent it. Those people, unfortunately that, you know, that was it. But recently there was a story about a guy, I think in New York city, who was in the, put in the morgue and like shoved away in one of those refrigerated things. And then like, they pulled it out and he was like, Hey, how you doing? Stop it now. Yeah. And he was completely alive. This was like last week. I don't know if I saw it in the post or where I saw it, but there should be just in case, just like, in case, a just in case button and like some just in case snacks or like just in case. Oh, right. and, like, you talked about you know, this, the just in case snacks, like a kind bar. Yeah. Like you wake up and there's like, you know, Pirates booty. cause also why not, you know? Right. Why um, not? Let's make the death experience. More oh, a charger. You talked about a charger a charger. Um, yeah. Which would all tie into like internet access. I don't know if you can get it six feet underground though. We'd have to work on that. We'd have to install what we'd have to do is install a very cutting edge cemetery friendly, um, fi tower that goes down <laughs> instead of up into the sky. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. By the way, maybe that could be, maybe that could be our business. It's like, we're not, this is not to make fun of like death and dying. We are not, by the way, Dina and I have lost our fathers. We have lost loved ones. We are not mocking death. You guys, I just, before you write to me, I I have lost so many people. uh, So many people close to me have died very in very tragic ways. And I find that I can really cope best with things when I make fun of it. This is comedy. We are not mocking death. So we yep. should put that disclaimer out there. Yes. So it's, it's, exa- it's almost not to make light of it, but just to like find some, something s- like silly about the whole, the whole thing anyway. You have to. Which is why the death suite of products came up to begin with. I um, need that 
In fact, I, I started as morbid as this is the past couple months. And this is really (laughs) morbid to admit. I've started to delete pictures Mm -hmm. that I don't want living on after I die. Now they're not naked. It's just like, Oh, maybe I like whatever people I just don't want coming with me forward into whatever, whoever's carrying my pictures forward. They don't belong in my albums. Well, this is a new thing that you have to think about. This is what happens. And you know what, what it like, it could happen. Who knows what could happen? Like tomorrow I could get hit by a bus. If somebody finds my phone, it's going to tell a completely different tale of the person that people think I am. (laughs) Right. And they're going to be like, wait a second. (laughs) And I don't want, I don't want anybody. I I I I have to protect myself. You have to, you have to protect the image that you craft (laughs) to the public. Totally. But I do, I like think about stuff that I save now and like pictures and notes and letters that I write to myself. I was like, I better lock these up. You know, I know. and the old person stumbles upon them. But yeah, what else was in the depth? Oh, the, 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 the depth coffin, suite of services. Okay, the coffin companion. Coffin companion. Tell so us this, about that. This idea started over the pandemic when <laughs> when another friend of mine, we were like, wanted to like create like a stuffed animal that like could keep you company in your house. That was like super <laughs> cute. Not, not alive, but it didn't take so much, you know, you didn't have to take care of anything. But we thought, wouldn't this be great if like you put it in the coffin with you so that you weren't alone for all of eternity. You had like, like a cool stuffed thing. Like it could be a stuffed animal. I mean, human replica type of person, like a big human doll, not like a sex doll, but like a human doll or like just a little furry friend to hang out with for all of eternity. Like why be in there alone in your, in your suit, just chilling when you can have some fuzzy friends in there. I mean, I think people bury, bury stuff away. I mean, I don't know. This was another thing that made me laugh. I had, um, my, I had a boyfriend who, you know, we didn't live together. And so he actually sent me, there's something you could buy called the boyfriend pillow. And it's just an arm and it's wearing a dress shirt and it has an arm come out. So you can cuddle with, like it puts his arm around you so you can lay in bed with it. I remember that thing. That's exactly the idea. Just to have some like companionship. In case you wake up. Yeah. Or even if you don't, because we don't know. We don't know. I think that's the whole thing is we don't know. And I can't believe that we still don't know. By the way, that's so true. Because Dean and I did a whole episode how like anyone could go to space now. It's just like run of the mill. Like everyone's just launching themselves into space (laughs) 24 seven. Yet we still (laughs) don't have any hard cold facts of what happens after you die haven't figured it out. So we need all of these things. Right. Just as we, a protection. Like a dop kit, like a dop <laughs> kit of death, if you will. Like a, like, exactly. they, <laughs> like I'll feel better if I just have these things. Just okay. In case. Just in case, just in case. Well, if this isn't the most uplifting topic, <laughs> someone know, sent me, find something silly. By the way, my friend, Courtney, uh, I just have to give a shout out to Courtney Forrest. She happened to randomly tagged me in a tweet this morning that there's a new company that's going to be like the Warby Parker of coffins. So it's like a one-stop cheap shop. 
And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you sent this because we're going to cover. Yeah. And what did it say about them? They can, be, can they be customizable? Okay. So I'm embarrassed to say this. I didn't read it because you needed a subscription okay. to the Boston Herald or whatever it was. And I just didn't have it. Oh, because who can do that? Because then that's another password and it's another a password and another subscription that you're paying for for the next 40 years. Yeah. I can't, yeah. By the way, that should I'm be done. something else after you die. They should cancel all your subscriptions. That's a good idea. I'm going to add that to the list. We should that put also that will in take the... like 10 years after you die before that it's actually taken care of. I am paying for things literally. Like I just found, so I bought something accidentally on iTunes the other day. Okay. And I went to like into the app to just be like, oh, I didn't mean to click that or whatever. You know, you could fight your charge. And I found like 47 subscriptions of things that I am paying for that I didn't know. I know, but you clicked on once and they won't remind you of it. Oh, never. You have to dig, right? That's why right now, by the way, there's so many networks that I want to subscribe to, like Peacock and Disney. But like, I know for the rest of my life, I'll be paying for them. Yeah, $9.99. It's just $9.99. With a password that you'll never remember. And Ever. never be able to recover. And then it's you have to log stressful. in from your like laptop to get it to your TV. And then you forget the laptop code. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Which is why I, I think I have, difficult. Like, I have one channel now and that's it. By the way, maybe while we're working on our death, what's it called? The coffin death, suite? The death suite. Coffin, the death, death suite of services. Maybe we should work on the, the suite of services while you're alive. Like remembering people's passwords. Maybe that's a more upbeat way to look at it. It's just a management tool for when you pass on. Okay. And it's needed. It's needed. It is we're going to we're, we're automated everything. So now you just have your own like QR code that'll just like when you tap out, it just takes care of business. I I, I you know I think there's by the way sign me up because what's another subscription? What's another subscription? And I think there's like you know it it could be helpful down the road. And of course it was all created initially with me in mind being alone in my apartment which by the way just this, so you know guys studio apartment Tina has two daughters 72 cats <laughs> and lots of good friends but I promise yeah. we promised each other that we would yeah. do you promise I swear to you I'll okay. know because we'll I'll send you a tiktok and I won't get a response and then I'll know and I'll come running okay, over exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how you're gonna know the tiktok link it's called the tiktok litmus test because I think like that's how why people also stay together for a long time. And this is why like marriage is sort of changing. And, like, oh, they want a body finder. But I think you need a body finder and people just stick it out because they're like, well, what happens if I start to like, you know, come undone? I need this person. I can't stand them, but like he'll, he'll find my body. He'll help me out in the days when I need him most. Wait, maybe instead of like a prenup, if you're just dating someone and you're like not sure where you want it to go, there should be some sort of agreement that they're your emergency contact and your body finder. Like regardless, yeah, like there should be instead of marriage, there should be a body finder option. That's that's really what the contract should be. <laughs> like at the end of the day. Just find the body. Just literally find it. find it. Find the body. Take care of it. This is what you have to do. If you need to show up in the hospital a few times and like, you know. I, I don't know. Just, just do, this is the contract that we're signing. Love this, it or love the way, or hate I, me. There's a lot of people that don't want to get married or remarried or, and maybe that's, that's ultimately the solution. That's the security. 
That's the security that they need. I think that's, I think we're onto something because isn't that what it all kind of boils down to in the end? Yeah, obviously. Right? Like when all is said and done, <laughs> when the fanfare of relationships and talking about things under a night sky, when you've like bought all the houses you can buy, when all the ha- exactly. All the vacations have been had, all the vacations all the, have been had, all the dinners you've talked about, everybody. <laughs> You've seen every show on Broadway. (laughs) Right. There's literally like nothing else to do. There's no other brunch spot, no other cute brunch spot to try. Exactly. You just, that's actually, you need, that's where I am now though, Jenna. That's why the deadness, I feel the deadness inside. Cause I'm like, you've done it all. Where else can I have a a brunch? Like, (laughs) Where's the next brunch place? No, like I go out to dinner. I'm like, Dude, what lobster roll do I need to try? Like, is there right. a lobster? Is it going to transport me? No. Is there an omakase no. that I could live on for? Is there? <laughs> no, that's, that's the problem. We're run, running out of things. All the things were taken away during the pandemic. And then we we're like, okay. And now the things don't seem exciting anymore. I really want to say this parties. We did away with parties during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us were happy to be honest, but when people have these big blowout parties now, or these big Mm -hmm. parties, I just don't want to go. Why though? Here's okay. I know why I think for, and I'm going to make a bold statement that I speak for everyone. (laughs) I'm not even going to say I'm speaking for myself. Because there's no way that people are not going to agree with this statement. I think that the pandemic, when we were forced to look at who we actually wanted to talk to and who we didn't, because we didn't have to go through the social graces of like being polite with people at gatherings, at social functions, in the office. Like it really made us selfish about who we chose to speak to. Mm-hmm. And so now the concept of going to a party and speaking to someone that I don't want to speak to, yeah, as selfish just, as it sounds, it doesn't interest me even in the slightest bit. I know. Or just making small talk. Small talk. Like, just, I hate small yeah, talk. Yeah. Small talk is like, it's too exhausting at this point. It's, like we did it because we had to, but now we're like, oh. and also by the way, the worst part of small talk now is every yeah. small talk conversation is the same. How are you? You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know well you know yeah i know how about that new variant it's, it's like just press play for the is your kid is your kid going to school what's happening oh right. oh yeah. there were two kids oh did they have to it's get coming back like the, every does. conversation is the same that's why i don't leave my house and that again is why the death suite of services will be great Okay, guys, I want you, I want to hear from you on this one. Can you please DM me or email me? And I want to know if you, how, if you identify with this, do you feel the same? Or any tips and pointers and and how to like bring like the excitement back into, to being alive. Yes. What do you do to find the will to live? I I started working out again, more regularly and I went to a yoga class. It does because it gives me an hour of like structure where I feel like, okay, I'm doing something. This is apparently, you know, this is good for me and I feel good. But I went to my first yoga, in-person yoga class for the first time in years. And it was packed to the rafters because I think people are craving something so badly 
Um, and it was, it was good, but then like, we're all in there and like somebody coughed and like, we're like, oh shit, but it's not the same yoga as it was before. It's, it's a different, it's a different feeling. Um, it's more of like a restorative PTSD kind of yoga. It is. It's it's all geared towards PTSD. That's what we have. It's going to take a while. A hundred percent, hundred percent is not, you know, and it's, it's comes out in different formats, but we are, but it's, but I think trying to do stuff like that seeing other like-minded people in a way is like really helpful. But other than that, like, there's just nothing like I just. Oh, here's something. How can we learn to live in denial? That would be, by the way, learning to live in denial would be a great coping mechanism. Great coping, coping mechanism. The thing is most of us have been living in denial. I know I have for a very, very long time, but you can only do it for so long and then it catches up with you. And then right. you're like, it okay. seeps through the cracks. Um, yeah, you can, you can outrun it for so long. If there, yeah, if there was some sort of magic way to do that, sign me up seriously yeah. first in line. Like Same. I don't need to face the truth. I don't need to face my truth. I don't need to like be aware and live in the now. I'm done with that. I don't need to I face need, my truth. I, 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 I don't need, need to face my truth. I need, I need blinders. I need blinders. I, and I, like, By I the way, Warby Parker should sell a set of blinders. I'd buy them. That's what it should be. Yeah. I'd buy them. Like, like something. Well, rose-colored I glasses. I would rose-colored buy rose-colored glasses. <laughs> anyway, guys, I know this is maybe the most depressing of social studies ever, but we have to laugh at ourselves and hopefully next week will be way better. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.